Have you ever considered what is available to create more magic in your world? If you allowed the mysticism to come through you, imagine the vastness of opportunity you could access. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the mystery of you. Now, here are the hosts of The Mystic Margarita Show, Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for listening in. We're so happy you joined us on this beautiful day, night, wherever you are. Um, today, we're going to talk about mediocrity, mediocrity and the road to exquisiteness. So this is kind of a, a, an idea about um, how we get ourselves into a fixed way of being in the world. And, you know, when I first started thinking, Margaret, about mediocrity, I, I automatically go to a, a more of a doing like, oh, they were just mediocre in how they did that job. Or, you know, it's more of a doing, but I really love that we can expand that and talk about how mediocrity when it comes to being and being ourselves and finding that light within us. So I'd kind of like to start from that perspective, if that's okay with you. How are you this morning? That. Sounds wonderful. I'm doing really well. I, I really am excited about this topic and kind of wondering where we might take it because I also, you know, I, that was my first, that was my initial thought was sort of how we do things. If we're doing things, um, you know, to their highest potential or if, if we're just kind of halfway doing things. And, and I think, I think it's, it, but it does translate completely to how are how, how am I being am I being completely myself or am I just sort of only allowing certain parts of myself to show up yes and I think this idea I'm, I'm really excited to talk about this idea that uh, we tend to be stay fixed in who we are rather than sort of allow um, some change some movement and um, express maybe different parts of ourselves at different times in our lives. And I think it's hard sometimes to uh, move beyond a fixed idea of who we are. I think a lot of times we've lived our lives accumulating our identity. So to me, this really does, we are touching on how we perceive ourselves and our identity. And sometimes our identity, right, is based on, oh, I'm you know, I'm really kind and I'm really, I'm really good at this. And um, I, I'm a supporter of people. And, you know, we have these ideas about how we are, but we, as soon as we have ideas about how we are and how we are in the world, now we're, we're in a fixed position. Mm -hmm. You know, the first thing that comes up is, is a memory that I, I have as I was um, getting ready to, um, become a, a helper in, in one of the um, ceremonies that um, I've participated in over many, many years. Um, and, and they introduced me, you know, as most people knew me there, but they, but, but the um, uh, leader of the, of that particular ceremony, the dance um, said, uh, and Margaret, we're so grateful to have her here um, because she's uh, always such a happy and joyous uh, being and so, you know, and contributes that joy and, and laughter and light all the time. And, and 
it just so happened that it was three weeks after um, a death in our uh, in our close family, <laughs> and I was very very far <laughs> from from that, you know, from happy and and joyous and and all of these things, and I and it really spun me out because I realized that I couldn't access that and I couldn't be that for them. And, and I thought, well, then who the heck am I? Ooh, that's a really great example of how <laughs> we can become really outer focused. So in other words, rather than leaning into what do I, who am I right now? And how can I support myself in that? We tend to move that, move our focus outward into, oh, what do they need from me? Or right. They expecting who are they expecting me to be right now? And so you can hear the conflict in that sometimes. Yeah, and it was. I mean, it, the the experience of it was this incredible conflictedness inside of myself. I can't, like, you know, I came to a resolution with it and and owned up to where I was at and and said, this is what you're getting. <laughs> you know, let me ask you a question about that, Margaret, because mm -hmm. really this this idea of mediocrity is under what a, a big part of that is all of this deep-seated fear that we have mm -hmm. so if you're willing and i know this puts you on the spot so if you're not willing I, it's yeah. totally fine were you able to identify what fear was running through you when you were in that conflicted place absolutely uh not belonging okay like i was just being introduced at you know as a sort of a, a leader in this group and then all of a sudden i was like you know, when they were identifying my characteristics as, as, you know, the, as what they said, and then realizing that I wasn't in that place, I thought, well, maybe they won't, you know, I think somewhere deep inside, I was afraid that I was going to be um, kicked out of the tribe, so to speak. <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm not enough, or I'm not mm -hmm. what you want me to be. And, and I yeah. think that's so true for many of us at different times, where when we are outer focused, there is a risk we're taking if we're not really comfortable mm -hmm. um, and at ease with being who we are. And that's the deep seated fear of, uh oh, if I don't meet their expectation of me, then I'm going to be rejected or I'm not going to, I'm going to be perceived as not good enough. And there's that deep seated fear. Right. Well, and, and isn't that, I mean, you know, if we look at our educational system, especially in the, in the Western world, right, we, I mean, there is a great amount of pressure from very early in our lives to uh, fit in. Yes. And to, and to um, perform in certain ways in school, particularly, and at home, but that, that, um, that don't necessarily inspire us to our own innovative way of thinking or being. That is so true. And so that is really great because that gets mapped out in our brain and in our subconscious brain, especially mm -hmm. as just an old pattern. So now we're talking about this, when we are um, in this mediocre or mediocrity stage or place in our life, then we are a little bit further away from really our true beauty and nature. And that's, and it, there, there's a reason that we are because it's being driven by something very old. So history, our history. Mm. 
And um, a lot of what we're talking about today and moving away from this is being able to let go of our history so that we can stand in a new place around ourselves, within ourselves. Mm-hmm. That's a change right there. Yeah. Well, and don't you think that has a lot to do? I, like you get to demonstrate that for yourself when we when we move out of our family of origin and, and you know, begin our, our life on our own um, in, in a lot of in a lot of people's lives, that's when we start to realize, oh, I can, you know, I don't have to um, fit into this particular box. In fact, it's not, it's not going to serve me to fit into this particular box anymore. And, and so we go ahead and we, and we start developing, as an adult, start developing these things. But we don't realize that we're still often limited by those old perceptions or those old familial and societal expectations of us. And so we'll only go so far. And then, then we go back into our uh, home, you know, our parents' home or whatever for a visit. And then we're 14 again. <laughs> you know, right. right back in that place. Excuse me. Right. So we go from one, from one box, our fam- familial box, right? And, and we move out into the world and separate ourselves from that a bit, but we create another box. Right. Because we, we're always living in boxes. It's just a different box. And so I think that the trick to this is kind of asking ourselves, what box am I living in now? What are the fears that are underlying in that box so that I can free myself up to maybe be more fluid like water? I like the water analogy because, you know, water, we have to be somewhat fluid or we can stay fixed. But this this idea of moving from mediocrity to exquisiteness is about letting go of the whatever's holding that fixed posture within ourselves and opening up to a different kind of flow into something new and different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, you know, as I was uh, reading different things, uh, so, some of the things that came up um, really powerfully for me with this are that the first thing that you talked about, the fear, and, and it's like, what, what is it that we are really afraid of? And, and being able to be with that and to identify what it is, you know, like the, in my example, it really was about, um, I'm not going to be accepted. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to be accepted if I'm not a certain way. And yeah. go ahead. Well, we see that everywhere, right? The keeping up with the Joneses, the uh, fashioning ourselves after stars, you know, famous people, celebrities, right? And so, um, you know, a group think says, oh, that's cool. And that's really where we want to go. And that group think might be way different than our true nature. Right. But if right. we follow that, then I might be perceived as not being cool or being whatever it is. So, yes, I think you're absolutely right about that. You know, so, so what do we do when we find ourselves 
this is an interesting, this is such an interesting topic. There's so many directions that we could go, but, but so here we are. And how do we know if we're in the shadow, because this would be talking about the shadow side of ourselves, the mediocre part of ourselves is the part that isn't willing to show up authentically, right? right? That's, that's, that's what we're talking about when we're saying mediocrity. That's the, we're right. not being willing to show up authentically. Yeah. And so how do we know that we're doing that? Well, I think, you know, I think, I really think there are a couple of things we need to ask ourselves to become more aware of, am I doing this? And the first one is, what am I a victim of? And that's a really powerful question because victim energy is being powerless. So I think if I look around in my life, and when I say, say that, I mean, look at my relationships, look at my work situation, look at my health, you know, where in my life am Am I a victim of? Where, where have I lost my power? Who have I given my power to? That alerts us that we've moved to an outer focus. And, um, and maybe that outer focus is the structure, the medical system or the educational system or the, you know, the family system or you know, whatever it is, we've given our power away somehow. And what that means basically is that there's a disconnect between who I really am in that structure and what's being asked of me or what the group think is, what mm -hmm. the expectations of that structure is. So that's the first thing I think is to ask that question. Right. And, and I love that you just, you brought it right immediately to, um, you know, having an external fo focus rather than an internal focus, because you know, that's, that's exactly what happens if we are dependent on our outer environment for our cues on how to be or who to be or, or what to do or, or any of those things, then we, then obviously we're going to be, uh, we're going to fit into the, we're going to do our best to fit into the box that we see around us. But if we focus our attention internally, then we can come to the awareness of our uh, of our uh, uniqueness or our, our authenticity. <laughs> so, so let's uh, continue with this when we get back from break. I think we we're on a roll here. <laughs> we're on a roll. We're going now. Okay, we're going there. <laughs> so you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? 
Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. I'm Marge Bowen. I'm here with my good friend, Margaret Miller. And Margaret, um, I, at, before we left on break, I was thinking about um, this outer focus and the word image came to my mind. This, it, this idea that we have a certain image that we create. And, you know, we don't, we don't just create that image growing up. We create that image when we're out in the work world. I mean, going to work for corporations, there's a certain image that's expected. You know, it's everywhere. And um, one that I thought of that's a great example, I think, of this transition that we all move in and out of to become more authentic is um, being a hard worker. So if I've lived my life in the work world or even at home as a hard working mother, whatever it is, um, I'm a hard worker, right? So then that's part of my image and everything that I create around me is about working hard. And then maybe something happens in life where either I'm injured so I can't work hard for a time or I get tired and I don't want to work hard for a time. So you can hear the conflict that's already beginning, right? That everyone, I've been, I've been given bonuses, I've been given awards for being a hard worker, you know, so I've been given a lot of great feedback about being a hard worker. And all of a sudden I'm in a point in my life where, hmm, maybe that's not who I am anymore. Now what? You can hear the conflict in that, right? Yeah. And maybe what fears, what do I do if I'm not a hard worker? Who am I? Right. Well, <laughs> and, and don't you think this is, this is such a poignant topic because don't you feel like this, this past year and a half or so has been about that for so many people? It's like, if I'm not that, if I'm not what I do, <laughs> yes. then who am I? And well, if I'm not, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm going to, I went through that with the massage therapy, you know, I'm, I'm still doing massage therapy and energy work and so forth with horses, but I'm not doing it with people anymore. And, and I, I'm getting some blowback and some feedback from, you know, like, why aren't you doing, you know, you're so good at that. You're, that's who you are. And it's like, no, that's not who I am. It's what I do. It's what I did. <laughs> that is a great comment because pe that now we're talking about change, right? Mm -hmm. And it's hard for people when we are around people who are changing. Sometimes it's really difficult for people to be around the change because, well, for a lot of different reasons. But um, that's that's an awesome example. 
Right. Well, because well, the, the other part about that is that that mediocrity is about staying in our comfort zone. Yes. Do not do not push the envelope. Right. Don't step out of line. Don't do anything that's going to upset the apple cart. All of those, you know, sayings that we have around that. And and when we when we are being our authentic self, what happens is that we're following the guidance from inside of ourselves and we're going to go where that where the spirit moves us. Right. So so it's going to look really strange from the outside. <laughs> yes. And so um, one of the other questions I was before we went on break, I was talking about questions we can mm. Um, ask ourselves to kind of identify, have I moved into this fixed way of being or this mediocre way of being in life? Um, and the second question is, what are you imitating? So where's your comfort zone? You know, where am I living my comfort zone? And am I willing to step out of that? And if not, why? What fear is running that's keeping me from stepping out of that comfort zone? Mm -hmm. And I think imitating and again we're back to image right and being really aware of well what image like you were saying do i want to have the image of of being a a massage therapist for people and animals or being a healer of all beings or um, do i want to you know do i want to let that go and especially you know move in a different direction mm -hmm. and um yeah so what image am i hooked on and comfortable in and why am I staying there if I'm not comfortable in it? What am I willing to do? Right. Well, and and the, that's really interesting to me too because I one of the um, ways that we can move out of a fixed position is to imitate, is to find something that or emulate, maybe more than imitate. Uh, emulate. Yeah. yeah, but you know, because we can utilize, we can we can utilize the the construct or the idea that um, that all of all of the world is a stage, right? And we're the actors on the stage, and that we're just playing parts here, uh, you know. And and what part do I want to play? And so trying new things on and finding what fits for us can be a way of getting out of that fixed position. But if we start to identify with it and think that that's actually what we're doing or how we're presenting ourselves is actually who we are, that's when it becomes fixed. Yes, very good, very good. And it, it calls for a little rebelliousness, doesn't it? A, a little rebellious energy, rebellious against, you know, that, um, that idea of this is what they expect, or this is who I am, and but I don't want to be here. Mm -hmm. So it does take a little rebellious or creative energy to be able to embrace that this isn't working for me. There's a conflict here. I need to, I want to move in this direction. I'm seeing some fear running. And so how do I deepen into that fear? Because if we don't, if we just, um, if we're not aware of our fears, we really stay superficial yeah. rather than a deep heart authenticity. Right. 
Right. And the, and the, this thing about, you know, the change, change is uncomfortable. Mediocrity staying the same is comfortable. And, and, but our rebellious nature, right. This is a, this is a, a great, that's a great way to look at it because we are rebellious in, in, in nature and nature is rebellious. <laughs> nature yeah. is wild. Nature is organic. Nature is, you know, changing always always and and so if we so as i'm thinking about that it also makes me think about uh what the, what how that's represented uh in the heavens how that's rec represented in astrology and that that energy is uh the energy of the planet uranus and it is uh a powerful energy of transformation it's a powerful energy of sudden and unexpected changes but it also in our like in our natal chart it it's really helping us to to i to feel and to become familiar with our rebellious nature and our authenticity at, at a really really deep level that's what it's trying to do it's it's like it's the higher mind it's what who we would be if we were fully ourselves. That's so that's, that's just another, that's a, an archetype of that is the Uranus energy. I love that because it really ties in beautifully with this idea of um, the energy in our systems too, right? Of, of the maleness, the femaleness, the, the yin and the yang, the expressive, the introspective. And so it's, you know, our energy systems, when we talk about this rebellious energy, if we stay fixed, our energy systems move, they flow, they, they, they're always, they're, they're dynamic. And so um, if we try to remain fixed in something, then there, then our, our energy fields become rebellious because that, that isn't their true nature. Our, our energy's true nature is to move and flow and, and to adjust, constant adjustment. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, it all plays in together, of course, the, the, the heavens and the, the, the more physical realm. Yes, absolutely. I was, I was also, you know, I, I was also thinking about that in terms of you know, we're we're moving into the we're, we've moved into the age of Aquarius now, and Uranus rules Aquarius, and and so it is about it is about individuality. It is about uplifting the individual, and uh, but as they are in service to the whole, right? It's like what is the talent, the gift, the the spark of individuality, the spark of creativity that is yours. To cont that contributes to the whole. Now, this makes me think of a card I pulled for today. I wondered. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, again, I pulled from uh, the Druid Animal Oracle deck, and it's the fox. Mm. And so the fox is, um, I'm sure everybody has their own idea about the fox, but here's the beautiful card. I'll just hold it up there so you can see this beautiful fox and the fox. So it's about diplomacy. It's about being cunning, but it's also about a wildness. And it's about this wisdom about knowing when to go out, you know, when to do this more expressive energy and when to come in. 
mm. and not be so visible. And mm. we've talked a lot about that in our shows, right? This dance between, you know, being really expressive energy and active energy and knowing when to pull back and be quiet and be um, not be seen as much. Um, but I love that it's about this wildness and also cunning mm -hmm. because that's really what we're talking about here. Mixing it up, you know, this wild energy, this rebellious energy, if you will, mm -hmm. and what that, what energy that can create for us so that we can begin to push the sides of the boxes down and create something different. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. So <laughs> make it. So I have to share mine as well. <laughs> so I chose uh, from the way of the horse okay. and it is bonfire. And it's a picture of this horse running through this, what looks like flames and it's represented uh, in the um, Chinese astrology as the fire horse and the fire horse uh, traditionally, if a woman was born on a fire horse year, it was really bad news. Like in 1906, there was one. And uh, then in 1966, there was another fire horse um, year because it, it meant, you know, the, 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 um, the demure, quiet, uh, um, pleasing, um, subservient, feminine, you know, uh, energy wasn't present. It was this wild, you know, fiery horse energy that could not be tamed and was actually considered dangerous to men, right. And dangerous to, you know, and right. so, and so very much, um, shunned. And, and I just thought how interesting, you know, that because it is that wild, untamed, organic, you know, powerful energy um that is not acceptable right in a, or or oftentimes not acceptable in society that's true when we start to buck systems right yes right so i thought that what wow those, those two fit very well so let's uh, go ahead and take our break you're listening to marge bowen and margaret miller we're mystic margaritas on inspired choices network and we'll be right back Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. 
Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to MysticMargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. So, as we begin to move away from this fixed way of being, this mediocrity, we start moving toward a beautiful word, a beautiful being um, word called exquisiteness. And, um, I, you know, as I was reading a little bit about exquisiteness, you know, which is really our true essence, right? Our true spirits, the beauty of our aura, our, our just our innate light, really. Um, a word that I came across really pops out at me. And that, that word is impermanence. Impermanence. Because as soon as we think, oh, okay, I've, I've moved out of that and I am now here. And it's exquisite. <laughs> but guess what? That's going to change right? That's, that's impermanent too. Everything is so impermanent. I, I think as, you know, as, as mothers raise children and the children leave the home, as we lose people we love, as we have a pandemic and our whole life changes, there's such impermanence. It's just such a way of life in this life of ours. And um, that really does call for this ability to remain fluid um, and be able to embrace our beauty, our natural, our natural selves in a whole different way, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, and I think, you know, I, I just wanted to add into that, you know, the, the pathway is from mediocrity to exquisite, exquisiteness, and the gift in there, if we're talking about the gene key of mediocrity, um, style exquisiteness it, the gift is style right and it's not about style like um you know what we wear or anything although it could have something to do with that i mean it could show up that way but it's more about how what is our authentic way of moving in the world and and if we're it, that's how we get there right is how we get to that moment of exquisiteness is by um by expressing ourselves authentically day to day. Right. And finding that radiance. I love that word, finding our own radiance. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it changes because our lives change. And, and um, I love, I love this idea that we can, we can open up to discover ourselves in new ways, no matter what our age, no matter what our situation. Mm -hmm. And um it's sometimes not as easy as that sounds. Right. So, so I, I don't know, this, this keeps popping up for me. Um, Marianne Williamson's beautiful quote of, uh, I'd like to just read a little bit of it. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. 
It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking, shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure about you. We are all meant to shine as children do. <laughs> That's beautiful. That is such a beautiful quote. And there's such ease in that. And I love the word ease too, to represent this, uh, finding your style and finding the ease with your own radiance, um, your own style and expressing that in the world. Um, I, I also love that um, we can have an ease when it comes to really letting go of old ways of being and old ways of doing and um, find our joy in really exploring new ways, letting go of that comfort zone mm -hmm. and opening up because that's when, the, well, that's when the magic happens, right? That's when we're in the mystic realm, when we have those amazing surprises that show up and all of a sudden now things have turned in such a way that who, who would have been able to, to determine that mm -hmm. you know, ago or months ago. Right. Right. I think that's yeah, happening a lot now, Margaret, with COVID, you know, I mean, we've heard a lot about people who now they, you know, they, they have these big trailers and they're off moving around the country and seeing things. And, you know, it sounds pretty joyful. The kids have been homeschooled through Zoom. So now we know we can do that. So we're going to take our family and we're going to go explore while the kids are still learning. You know, we can do our jobs anywhere. I mean, that talk about letting go of a structure. Yeah. Yeah. And if, well, isn't it, you know, and, and it's also really interesting because a lot of the people that, that um, are our peers and colleagues, you know, are, we're change makers. That's what we want to do. That's what we want to help people to, to change. I was thinking about, I used to um, have on my business card, um, transformation catalyst, you know, like I'll light a fire underneath you, you know, we'll, we'll do some, we'll do some alchemy, right. And, and, and cause that change to happen. And, and because that's how we grow, right. This is how we evolve. And, and I, I was thinking about something I read also on this topic about when we're, when we're in mediocrity, we are, we're doing what's expected. We're doing what, you know, or what we think is expected or what we think we should, or what we learned we, you know, that we should do. And we are uh, serving uh, sort of the social, social uh, construct or the social machinery, right? And when we are um, changing and, and, following our own heart and you know following the beat of a different drummer <laughs> right we are then serving evolution we're serving the evolution of our own of our own lives but also of all of humanity and and the collective consciousness when we begin to move in more authentic ways yeah and i think that sometimes we can't Things are going to move. Things are always moving, and we can't help but move, right? We can't help but have change show up. Um, so I think I think it's kind of fun to talk about the difference between 
uh, well, what's the difference then in, in moving into this exquisiteness, you know, finding my own style and stepping into exquisite, exquisiteness versus just, you know, just living life, just reacting to life, mm-hmm. right? And what's the difference? Well, the difference is, I mean, there's probably a lot of differences. One difference that comes to my mind is our conscious awareness mm-hmm. right? and how aware we are in um, what we're choosing or or if, if, so, if we feel something's expected of us, so we're a little in that victim energy because we're so focused on things outside of ourselves, then who's, whose voice is that? Is it my parents? Is it my teachers? Is it my boss? Is it my, <laughs> you know, my, my spouse? Whose voice is that? Mm-hmm. You know, and being able to let go and find my own voice in that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, well, it just popped a couple of different things into my, uh, 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 my mind. I, I thought about, um, you know, the, the horse world <laughs> for that, you know, and, and how many different kinds of horse people there are. And, and, you know, we identify ourselves as horse people, <laughs> for one thing. <laughs> First off, you know, if you're a horse lover or a horse person, you, you know, you're doing something, you're working with horses, but there's so many different ways of doing that. And every there, there's, you know, in, in certain ways, there's a lot of expectations, you should do it this way, or th- that way. And I, I was just thinking about how um, I've always been a rebel in that world as well. You know, I don't do anything the way <laughs> that you're supposed to do it, or, or the way that it's, you know, been set up. And, uh, and I, I think that, that the advantage of that and and of knowing that in ourselves that that you know when we're when we are supporting ourselves in being authentic and exploring new territory and um you know being courageous and adventurous we learn things that we could never ever touch if we hadn't been willing to take the risk to be different. It's true. And, and just a, a reminder too, with that, uh, when we do take those risks, sometimes we don't end up where we think we should. So there, some will call that failure, right? And, but it's out of that contrast, that experience that that's when we really learn. It's kind of like the shadow side of the, you know, of the chakras and shadow side that we're always talking about. It's in the shadows that we really get illuminated what our true nature really is. If we, you know, if we're willing to open up and look at that. Right. And that, so, and that, and that's the idea too, that, you know, I mean, we can look at those things as failures and I certainly could apply that to a lot of the things that have happened with me in the horse world, (laughs) you know, they could be seen as failures, uh, but they, but they, but they are leading to something magnificent, right? (laughs) That understanding that awareness and, and um, diving deep, you know, sometimes you find that that's, even though it was seemed like a great idea at the time, <laughs> it might not have been the best way to go. And, and so then you have that learning and understanding, you know, how many ways are there to make a, a light bulb, you know, 
right? The beauty in what you just said is that that really highlights our, our trust mm. and our belief that it, it, it can all contribute to a greater, a greater thing, right? And stay, that's such a great attitude that, hey, you know, this is, this is created the contrast that I needed to really get clear so that now, rather than just reacting now, I really know, you know, what it is I want to create here. And that feels good, right? There's, um, there's high energy for that. I feel kind of joy in going that. And that's, you know, follow the joy, follow the joy. Absolutely. Well, here we are at our uh, another break. So uh, let's uh, let's talk more about exquisiteness when we get back. I wanted to make sure that I could say the word because <laughs> it, it comes and it goes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay, so you're listening to Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller on Inspired Choices Network. We're Mystic Margaritas, and we'll be right back. Have you ever wondered what mysticism truly is? Dancing with the mystic within you creates great opportunities that lead to magical changes. This magic is how our energy fields and intuition support us in relationships, work, finances, and well, just having fun. Mystic Margaritas is created from both of our names being Margaret, which means Pearl. Our combined experience and knowledge have created pearls we would love to share with you as you navigate your life. Margaritas in this context represents the sweet and salty of life. Listen for The Mystic Margarita Show every Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Mystic Margarita Show with Marge Bowen and Margaret Miller. To participate in the program, join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to mysticmargaritas at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Oh, what fun. Welcome back, everybody. Margaret, you're going to make me say it again, aren't you? Mm -hmm. We're going to lead into, we're going to explore more of our exquisiteness. And, um, you know, it makes me think of the thing that um, I've said often lately, which is, you know, the more, the more I know, the more I, the more I realize how much I don't know. <laughs> so the more we find ourselves, the more we lose ourselves. <laughs> because there's such depth to all of it. And it's always changing and everything around us and within us. And, um, you know, I love that the I Ching, uh, word for it was you know phrase for for what we're talking about here is called holding together and it would be interesting to explore what that means to both of us holding together because what we're talking about is impermanence right so what are we really holding together and um i see it as we're really holding we're learning how to hold together our most radiant self because as long as i can tap into that and be that, then, you know, I can play with or trust any kind of impermanence that goes on in my life. Mm -hmm. So as you were speaking that, uh, what happened with me was this visual of 
of waves, like waves on the ocean, but more rounded and, and like moving with that and dance. It was like a dancing on that. And, and you have to like, like change and, and adapt your, your position and your form to accommodate the, the shifting. And so sort of like dancing through life as, um, yeah, dancing through life as a mystic. <laughs> That's what I saw. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's as you were describing the waves and the movement. That's what it felt like. And that you know, if we can lighten up and not not make that mean anything in particular, but just you know, be in just be in observation around it and play with it. That's a fun. That is just such a fun way of living life. Yeah. Yeah, and and so sorry to trust, right? That comes back to trust, yep. trusting, trusting that that what is unfolding in front of us is absolutely perfect for whatever it is that needs to occur in that moment. That's right. If if it if it didn't show up, if it you know if it didn't show up that way, it wouldn't have been right. But it did show up this way, so here I am, and how am how am I going to dance with it? Yes. And it's, you know, it sounds, again, it sounds so simple, right? It's easy <laughs> to say, trust it. And believe me, I sit here before you still learning that lesson, you know, because it, it can, because it requires a lot of internal awareness to be able to trust at that level. And, um, and why I say that is that, you know, if, if you get the sense that, something else is required of you in life. Maybe you get a message from some greater power that says, no, this is, this is really where you need to go. And that means leaving behind what you've been doing. That takes an enormous amount of trust that I'll be okay. Everyone around me will be okay. My finances will be okay, right? And, and um, that's why all those fears begin to really start to rattle Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that can show up in our bodies I was just thinking about this and this is so um, relevant in I, I have uh, several people experiencing this including myself for a little while um, things around um, uh, sciatic pain or you know and or pain in the lower back, which, you know, generally, you know, we, we talk about it as being um, fear of not being supported or, or things like that. But, but it's also about like, am I actually willing to step forward and do something completely different uh, than what I was doing before? Am I actually willing to do it? And, and, and so it's, it's like this, this uh, physical manifestation of that fear of stepping forward. <laughs> it can feel like a real pain in the butt. to go. Because <laughs> <laughs> the sciatic nerve goes through right. the <laughs> so. Right, right. And so, I mean, no, that's not the only physical manifestation that can show up that way, but it is one. And no, the sciatic nerve goes down, it goes all the way down the legs into the ankle, you know, it goes all the way through the knees. That's, you know, down into the ankles and 
Yeah, isn't that amazing? And so, yes, movement. <laughs> yeah. Move so, <laughs> right. And so, and so, the, so my advice for those kinds of things is like, do some kind of movement. Do you know? Do some walking. Be gentle with yourself. Don't like overdo it. But, but like, really start to move. If you're feeling stuck, if you're feeling frozen, physical movement can help you uh, help your body and then and then your emotions can start to move then the you know then all of the energy bodies can start to flow properly again great advice that's great advice so i just glanced down at my paper and i have one quote from uh, richard rudd here when he's talking about exquisiteness and it says uh despite its exquisiteness individuality is an optical illusion created by the mind (laughs) (laughs) which actually could have been a whole nother show right (laughs) well yeah and i'm sure we've touched on it in a few different ways Mm -hmm. right mind the mind the ego try to keep everything as it is to keep us safe right right yeah Okay, so we're going to blow your minds with whatever's next, right? My <laughs> goal <laughs> is move and to expand um, and explore my own radiance this whole next week. Ooh, how awesome. That sounds delicious. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to I'm I'm going to take my advice also. I I've, I've got to put more movement in there and I I really believe that as as we move forward and as we make whatever little steps you know we don't have to do it all at once just making little steps towards that change that it will start to flow um organically like uh, that's how we know right that's how we know when something is correct is that we make if if we finally get the courage (laughs) and we make that step then things start to fall into place and we can, and, and then the universe is, is, is basically giving us that confirmation or that reassurance that we require. And, and it, it's all around us if we look for it. It's so true. And I always get this rebelliousness energy that starts stirring in me. And that's to me, when I start feeling that it's, I'm alerted that, okay, I'm, I'm in the, going in the right direction. It's coming, it's coming. Yes. So then get excited, which is really great. It makes it fun. Hooray for the Yay. rebel inside Woo-hoo! of us, the uniqueness that we are. <laughs> yeah. so, <laughs> thanks for joining us, everybody. See you thanks. next week. <laughs> Thank you for choosing to listen to the Mystic Margarita Show. Marge and Margaret will return next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 p.m. Central, 11 a.m. Mountain, and 10 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, drink up the magic in you.